Come with me, we're going to Silicon Valley. I used to live around the corner from the Central Library in Santa Clara. A beautiful, absolutely gorgeous, mid-century modernist library, single story. And when I was, you know, three, four, and five, and you'd walk in, it just seemed cavernous. And I've made no secret that I am a fan of brutalist architecture. And this, I think, rides that line between that sort of mid-century concept and brutalism. It was a big concrete building, fluted on the outside. And you would walk in, and there'd be a little lobby with a couple display cases, and then the checkout desk. And if you went off to your right, there was the children's area. And if you went straight ahead, there were the general stacks. And it's easy to see how a library grows out of a space like that. Because it was, there was very little wiggle room, and it seemed like every inch was filled with either a table or a stack. And this is in the days before they had computers for people to use, so the space was denser. And the best day of the week was Wednesday. Because during the summers, when I was three, four, and five, we would go... And we make that left-hand turn about 10, 10.30. And I would look through the books, and I would grab two or three. And then we would walk through the kids' area to the back room, which is where all the kids' events were. There were storytelling things. They would do readings. They would do a little arts and crafts things during, like, Valentine's Day. There would be wonderful storytelling at uh, Halloween sort of kids' Halloween stories, which is a, a tricky thing to do, as I am learning with my two-year-olds. It was a place that fostered reading to a great degree. But more so, it fostered the idea of the library as a drawing place, as a place that you went to for your sort of cultural needs. And I recognize that at a very young age. When I was growing up, up until I, I don't think my mom became a librarian until I was 10 or 12, maybe even older, that I learned about what a library was when I was really young. I can Some of my earliest memories are going to events at the Santa Clara Public Library. And out in front there was a little grass patch and a beautiful fountain. It was gorgeous. It was lovely. It was one of those just pools with a stream of water up. There were actually two in Central Park at that time. One there and then one at the pond, just a little bit behind and beyond. I think there was also one at City Hall. These three really represented Santa Clara to me, and I think at one point a fountain was the city sort of logo. I don't know if it was the official city seal or symbol, but I seem to remember there being that thing on all sorts of uh, official city stuff that would be sent to the house. When they tore it down, it was sad. I'll be honest. 
it was a place that I loved that I spent a lot of time at. And what they rebuilt was a great library. I'll be the first to say that. It's a wonderful, Santa Clara Public Library is a wonderful building and situation because it it makes full use of the building in a way that the old one didn't. And a great example is you go past the sort of the first thing and you go, and the first thing you hit on your right-hand side, and anyone in the museum field will know, you the viewers always go to the right first, is the video collection. Fully understanding what people are looking for now. And there are the computers are the next thing. But it lacks something. It lacks a connection to a time. Because it looks like a building that could have been built any time. That's one thing about brutalist architecture. It's one thing about even Frank Gehry's type of stuff. And it's certainly true about the mid-century modernist movements, buildings. They exist in a time, an identifiable time. And I don't see that from the current building. Part of my connection with the libraries that I'm going to be talking about over the next few episodes is structural, is architectural, is this idea that the design of a building and its interaction with the environment it's in can be as powerful as the use of the site itself. But when you add the use to it, when you add the events I went to in that back room, when you add the books I read hundreds of times, when you add the sense of the place in within that bigger context of this architectural idea, it becomes a more significant 